listening to The Life of a Witch, a witchcraft podcast. Hello, and welcome to The Life of a Witch, a podcast about the basics of modern witchcraft. My name is Zimanika and Fraser, and I will be your host today. Thank you for joining. I'd like to take a brief moment to apologize for this late podcast. I was recently diagnosed with an upper respiratory infection and chose to take the time to properly heal. I appreciate your patience at this time and would like to thank you for joining another witchy episode with me. Let's get into it. What is an altar? An altar can be many things. It can be just an altar or possibly a shrine. It can be a space where you practice your craft. It can be a safe space. It can be a place where you choose to speak to your deities, guides, or even your ancestors. It can be many things, but essentially what it is is a space that is very personal to you. What can my altar be made of? There are many different forms of altars as well as many different types of altars. If you are someone who travels, it's always recommended to have a travel altar or an altar that is easily accessible to you. In terms, your altar should be what best resonates with you. In history, our ancestors or late relatives did not have the tools that we currently have today. So they created their own tools as well as their own altars using what was provided by mother nature. This can be where many people come to the conclusion that you do not need a physical altar because you are your own altar. Simply because altars are glamorized on social media, that does not mean that you need a physical altar yourself. So don't feel pressured to have one. But throughout time, the materials that were or are used for altars are wood, such as nightstands, tables, chairs. Many people use their floors. You have portable boxes, even mint cans for transportation. It can all depend on the practitioner and what they are not only comfortable with, but also what they can afford at the time. What to put on your altar? There are many great things to place onto your altar, but I recommend anything you might use within your daily practice or something that is important to you, your guides, deities, or ancestors. Currently, my husband and I have a shared altar. This is not in fact uncommon within many spiritual relationships, but there are some people that prefer their own private altars when in a relationship and that is perfectly okay. Our altar consists of two separate parts, his and my own. On my side, I have Basset, a chalice, a sword, a prayer for Basset, oils, crystals, candles, and much more. While my, on my husband's side, Baphomet is present with the Santanic Bible, candles, incense, a chalice, and much more. Here is a list of things that you can place upon your altar. Photos of your ancestors, crystals, candles, written prayers, spells, or rituals, flowers, statues, pictures, or objects, books, a journal, tarot cards, and incense. Should my altar be public? 
This is a very heavy discussion within the spiritual community and I did make a poll on Facebook about it. So the discussion is, should altars be made available to the public? Here's an example, posting pictures of an altar or having your altar public within your space. Now, 75% of you said no, 25% of you said yes. I will be reading the top liked comments that are on my Facebook. This is where it was posted, so this is where we're gonna start off with. Aaron said, I have one that is open to people seeing and one that isn't. I think it's probably another one of those things that are specific to the person. I definitely don't let people touch either of my altars or anything on them. That's completely understandable, Aaron, and thank you for leaving your comment. All right, here comes another one from Heaven. I feel like it is your own personal altar and it is your decision. Sure, but never of anyone else without permission. Um, I think that that was a typo, but that's perfectly fine. I'd feel majorly disrespected if someone did that to me. I don't even like when anyone touches anything on either of my altars without asking, haha. I personally wouldn't share photos of my altars. Thank you for your insight, Heaven. Thank you so much. So I'm looking right now for a different comment. All right, so we're gonna get this one from Sierra. I don't mind people seeing mine as it's in the living room. However, I do not allow people to touch anything on or near it. I don't feel like it gives any insight to what work I'm doing or will do. I would hope that my altar could inspire others to create their own. That is an amazing um, comment, Sierra. Thank you. All right, and now here comes another one from Jessica. I feel like seeing it is fine. Altars are beautiful. They hold so much personality as well as power. Someone else's view of your altar can inspire them to follow their own journey. Maybe so intrigued they start studying. Touching on the other hand. No, 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 nope, no, no. Okay, so thank you so much for your input, Jessica. I really do appreciate all the comments and everyone that got involved into that status. So I would like to say I have been someone that in the past I did post pictures of my altar. I am very guilty of that. Posted pictures of my altars in the past, not necessarily for a publicity stunt, but more along the lines to help other individuals learn how to create their altar or how to properly structure their altar. I have had multiple altars in the past. I've had crystal altars. Uh, as I said before, I currently have a joined altar. I did not mention that I have an ancestor altar, but I have an ancestor altar as well. I'm looking right now for a large table to be able to properly structure my ancestor altar and then create a um, crystal altar as well which I have had in the past. I am really thankful for all of your insights on the publicity or making your altar public. I really do appreciate each and every one of you for your comments. I'm sorry that I couldn't read everyone's comments but I am thankful for all the comments that I did get to. Protecting your altar. There are many forms of protection for your altar. Many people place cloths with inscribed sigils, altar talismans, and even candles around their altar. Me and my husband, we have a specific altar room within our house. I know of many witches, wizards, and individuals that may just have small spaces such as their rooms. They may put their altars on top of their dressers, small nightstands and things of such. So this can correspond to that. And then I'll tell y'all different ways to cleanse a smaller portable altar that is accessible to you. With larger rooms and things of such, I know many people don't think of this, but I am a very big crystal fanatic. Within rooms such as our bedroom, our altar room, uh, the back and the front door, as well as my office, we have either bells, 
which are witches bells i do make those i haven't made any for anyone in a very long time i haven't sold them in a very long time but i do create witches bells and i put them behind our doors now i've been doing this for a very long time because i am the type of person that does not like to lay in negative energy i feel like that nobody likes to lay in negative energy but i'm just somebody that whenever someone comes into the house leave your bullshit outside so from there we also have crystals as I, I think I've mentioned this before, I'm a very big crystal fanatic. We also have crystals that are available throughout the house. We have a green onyx that is available in the living room, amethyst that's available in the living room. We have selenite as well in the living room. Selenite is available within my office, obviously with all the crystals, but um, we have certain crystals around the house that are hanging over the doorways, such as selenite, clear quartz, and things of such. I may think of selling uh, these said items at a later time, just specifically because a lot of people they don't think of hanging crystals above their doorway or placing crystals above their doorway to keep negative energy out that is what i like to do if you are somebody that wants to do something very simple or you might have one of the ledges where you can stick crystals on that is something i recommend now cleansing or properly protecting your altar that's one way to cleanse and properly protect your altar now me and my husband are very fortunate to be able to have a living room where we have access to be able to have a whole living room or a whole dining room for our altar table and for our metaphysical and spiritual needs. Whenever it comes up to the table, the table's a very large table. I'm not gonna lie, it's a very large table. What I like to do is, is I like to take either Florida water or any type of cleanser that is natural and that has lemon in it sometimes i'll make my own stuff sometimes you don't have enough time for that but i all the time recommend that whenever you cleanse your altar you need to clean your house clean the space that it's in because there's no point of you cleansing an altar if you have energy within that space so what you need to do is, is you need to cleanse or clean your room first clean your room clean your living room clean wherever your altar is designated at then cleanse your space you can cleanse from the whole house because that's what i like to do i like to cleanse the whole house and then go in and cleanse the altar table from there you could be like me and my husband if you have a table me and my husband we have a glass round table we will either write sigils on the glass because it can be taken off at a later time or you can take a piece of paper and stick it in between the glass or the wood and then stick it stick the altar cloth on the top now some people they do not have altar cloths some people believe that you need an altar cloth for it to be an altar i have seen many individuals that say you have to have an altar cloth for it to be an altar now the only time that i feel like this is necessary is if it's something that you feel drawn to not something that you need to be pushed on now me and my husband we do have altar cloth because all of my altars have out have had altar cloths it's just something that i myself am comfortable with from there you need black candles you could have black candles or you can have white candles. I myself prefer black candles. So then I know the difference in between. Well, obviously I know the difference in between, but so I know, we're just gonna say it like this. So I know the difference in between my deity candles and then my protection candles. Now the black candles, you can write protection sigils. You can write protection words. You can dress the candles. You can do whatever you want for an extra oomph of protection, okay? But me and my husband, ourselves, we just have black candles. I dress them put them up there and we also have a designated candle which I do sell on my website for protection that I place onto our altar that is dressed it's blessed all of that kind of beautiful stuff so it is 
perfectly presented on our altar and you can see that it's been used multiple times so i put that onto our altar you can also have prayers chants hymns whatever you feel most comfortable with for the protection towards your altar now again all these things that i've listed that you can do you don't have to do them we also have a selenite uh I don't think it's a stand a selenite slab there we go i had to think of the name of it a selenite slab that we put at the back end of our altar so nobody can see it now we don't necessarily have people that come over we used to a very long time ago but they never necessarily went into the altar room and then went into the kitchen and even if they did we still have crystals and i like to cleanse the home and a lot of people don't think of that whenever you throw out a few incense but again it is whatever resonates with you if you want your altar space to be something simple, if you feel at the time that your altar space needs to be something simple, then that is up to you. I myself have converted into multiple things. My first altar was in a small closet. It was a small space. And then my second altar was in an open living space. Now it was in our bedroom. We did have multiple people come in and out, but my altar was a very large thing that yes, that they can see, but nobody touched my altar because I did live in a house with other spiritual beings and other uh, woke individuals. Then we moved into another apartment. In this apartment, I did have my altar available, but it was like different tiers crystal altar with plants uh or you could technically call it a plant altar crystal altar plant altar and then my regular altar from there going down then we moved into this larger space and my husband started looking into witchcraft and spirituality and he started finding himself and we just gradually gained a better connection not only mentally emotionally but also spiritually from there we created an altar a safe space for both of us majority of the times now that we do spell work we will do it together again not everybody wants to do that within their relationship not everybody has a spiritual relationship where they can properly have a shared altar with their spouse but I hope that this helped a lot of people get a little bit of ideas of what they can do to properly cleanse or protect their space. Just remember that it is whatever resonates with you. Thanks for listening to the Life of a Witch podcast with your hosts, Dominica and Fraser. I hope you enjoyed our deep dive into all the tips and tricks you can use to help your spiritual journey. If you're interested in listening to more great tips on witchcraft and spirituality, join us on our next podcast when we talk about cleansing and properly protecting yourself. As always, you can head over to our Facebook to sign up for our email list as well as check out all the links and resources in the show notes. That's all for this episode. See you next time. Thank you.